Hi, my name's Camille. I'm Cora. I'm James. And we are the Cleanagers. And today we are going to be interviewing radio host Jimmy Malone. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How about yourselves? I'm doing great. All right, good. I'm doing all right. I'm doing great. One of the first questions I want to ask you is what inspired you to pursue a career in radio? Nothing. I had no, I didn't pursue a career in radio. And this is one of the things, I think this is a misconception that society has out there and a lot of young people get confused because of it. So uh, when I was in college, I was going to be an attorney. That's what I was pursuing until I did an internship in a law office and realized I didn't like it at all. And then I went into uh, real estate and then I sold Xerox copiers. Then I became a buyer then went back into real estate, and then I became a real estate appraiser, and then I wound up in radio. But I didn't really pursue radio. And um, I think one of, one, of the, one of the best suggestions I can give anybody who's young is when you meet older people, is to ask them, are you doing what you thought you'd be doing when you were in high school or college? And you're going to be surprised at how few people are. It's not because we failed. It's because we learned to... To, at the age of 17 to say, what do you want to do the rest of your life is one of the most unfair questions we can ask anybody. So, so I didn't really pursue radio, but it happened. And I'm glad it did. Um, my question is, what was it like for you growing up in the city? I know you lifelong resident. Like it was good. I had a very good childhood. I think life, I, I can honestly say I think life was easier when I was growing up. I grew up in the Glenville area. We weren't, we were poor, but I didn't know it because everybody was in the same boat. So it, my next door neighbor didn't have a, a Mercedes while well, we had a junker car and they were this, that, and the other. There weren't TV shows where I could see somebody's sweet 16 party, whatever, spending $100,000 for a birthday party. We were just living a life where everybody in my neighborhood was basically the same. And it, I had a very good education, went to Cleveland schools, they had a great teacher. I'm still friends, believe it or not, with my second grade teacher, uh, Harriet Weitzner. Um, the, the community, we always felt safe. Everybody uh, we had everybody was sitting on the front porches all summer. So if you walked down the street, it was 5,000 friendly eyes on you to make sure you were okay. And it was, it was a really good life. And I know you said you didn't, like, actually pursue becoming a radio host, but how did it kind of, like, unfold? How did you get there? So I was doing um, stand-up comedy. And I was making an appearance at the, uh, it was called the Cleveland Comedy Club. And to be, uh, when you're the headliner of the club, you would go on this radio show. It was called the Lanigan and Webster Show. Mm-hmm. So you would go on that show to promote your appearance. So I did. And then after I was on that show, the host, well, Lanigan, he said, hey, this was a lot of fun. Can you come back next week? So I went back the next week. And then that turned into, you want to come back every week? Once a week, so I came back every week, and that turned into twice a week, and then that turned into, hey, here's a full-time job that I turned down when they first offered it to me because I was uh, doing real estate appraisal at the time, and mm-hmm. my business was very successful. And I said, I don't have time for this radio stuff, but they kept pursuing it. I'm glad they did, and then I eventually got it, and it, it was life-changing for me. Let me ask you a question. Do you think success and happiness in life is more about hard work or luck? And don't say a little bit of both. I know it's both, but I'm saying what you think is more, hard work or luck? I would, I feel, for me at least, I feel like hard work. Hard work, okay. Because you can you can do things that'll put you in the direction for success okay. and happiness. Hard work, what do you think? I would say it honestly 
maybe depends on the situation. No, that's not that's not the you okay. can't. I told so. you to say one or the other. I would pass. I, I would say luck. Why do you say luck? I feel like, like sometimes you have to be at the right place at the right time. Okay. Maybe and have the right people. Okay. In your corner. Okay. James, what do you, you say hard, hard work. work? Why do you think hard work? Because nothing is given to you. Nothing, okay. Success ain't just going to manifest itself. You okay. Work to get there. You got to work to get to those places. Work to meet these people, make those connections. So I feel like that's that's the definition. So when you say nothing is given to you, you will learn as you go through life, there's a whole lot of people whose stuff is just given to them. Right. You will just learn that. And I, I'm with, uh, I'm in the, the luck camp. And here's why. I think hard work is what you do to take advantage of the luck that comes your way. If hard work was the answer, then the people picking fruit would be some of the richest people in this country. Because right. they work, you, if you can't imagine how hard that is. Some of the people working as a waitress in a diner work much harder than a guy who's the CEO of a big corporation. And they work hard and you're honest and this and the other, but it doesn't always pay off. Luck is, I was lucky I was born in America instead of being over in the Ukraine right now. I was lucky I was born healthy. It had nothing to do with my hard work. I was lucky I was born to parents who cared enough about me to help me get raised. I was lucky. So it was, it was a lot of luck along the way. Now, I'm not right. saying you're supposed to sit around saying, oh, i got to wait to see if I'm going to be lucky. Right. I, I worked hard. I was lucky. Think of all the people who went to, who spent a lot of money to go to broadcast school and never got a chance to be in radio. Right. And I was just a guest on the show, and it turned into a 30-year radio career. So, again, I was... When the opportunity presented itself, I was ready, but it was still a lot of luck involved. So I don't, I don't discount luck. It's, it's, you're going to see it. You were lucky if you turned right instead of left sometimes. Uh, if you were late for the plane, uh, it could be a lot of things. Yeah, luck is a big part of life. I do also think it depends on what you define success as, too. Because What do you define success as? For me, I feel a comfort and happiness. So I don't have to be like... I don't have to be making the most money. I don't have to be doing the best in a career. I just want to be happy with what I'm doing and live comfortably. That is exactly the definition of success. And you're right, there's no dollar amount. So you could, if you made a million dollars a year, you might be very happy. If LeBron James made a million dollars this year, he would be depressed out of his mind. He would know Mm -hmm. what to do. Uh, So it is strictly what is it, what type of life do you want to lead? And that's exactly, and the peace of mind is what really counts, not not how much money you have. If you have no peace of mind. Is that what led you to creating the scholarship that you offer? No. the uh, Again, the scholarship program kind of created itself. So one day about before you were born, <laughs> <laughs> I had, and I really don't remember why, I had $1,500, and I wanted to donate it to charity. And I didn't want to give it to the United Way or American Cancer Society, nothing like that. Not because there's anything wrong with them, but I was saying they don't really need my money. And is there anything I can do with my money where my $1,500 is actually going to make a difference in somebody's life? And at the time, my, my weatherman on my radio show was also working. It was called Cleveland Scholarship Programs back then. It's called College Now. And um, I said to him, if I give you $1,500, how much of that would go to a student? And he said all of it. So I said, well, here's a check for $1,500 and pick a kid. And he said, I'm not going to pick one kid. I'm going to pick three. And I said, don't do that because $500 is nothing to a kid going to college. And he said, I'll never forget, he said, if you need $500 and don't have it, it's everything. So I said, well, then do what you want. And he picked three kids. One went to Cleveland State, one went to Central State, and one went to Morehouse. 
the kid who was going to Cleveland State got in touch with me and said, until I got your check, I didn't have any money for textbooks. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think of it like that. And so I said, well, I'm, I'm going to give everybody some more money. <laughs> so I gave him some more money. And then the next year we picked another girl, Nicole. And then it just kind of grew from that. So it was because of the interaction from the the, the students that I then that inspired me to keep going. And I've learned people, people look at what I've done and they go, oh, my God, you're such a great guy. But what they don't understand is I've gotten more out of it than I could ever hope to give. And I've learned more from the students than they could ever learn from me. I guess my what I want to ask is, what do you think the importance of college is, like for young people, for students? A lot of people, you know, it's a lot of like, I don't need college. Like, what do you think the importance of? So you, you're there. Everybody doesn't need college. The importance of college is that if you if you do need it, <laughs> you know, it's best to get it out the way while you're young. Right. And it also gives you, um, even if you never use it, it gives you. I don't want to say status. It you're never in a room where where everybody has a degree and you don't have one you, and you have any hesitation about it. Mm-hmm. But again, I want to stress, if you say, Jimmy, I don't want to go to college, I want to go into the military. I want to become a welder. I want to go into manufacturing. It's not bad. And in fact, for some people, it, I'm, I am so glad that somebody wants to go into manufacturing because I buy stuff. I am so glad that somebody wants to be a plumber because when my toilet breaks, I, I can't call an accountant. Right. Uh, and I'm so right. glad somebody wanted to know how to fix cars. So I think they're all important. But uh, again, so if you want college, my goal is if somebody really wants to go to college, I want to help them. But I, I see no shame in not going to college if you, if you don't want to. Is that also why your scholarship is um, a need-based is because of how big of a difference it makes in those kids' lives? Like that one kid that said that they were finally able to afford textbooks? Yeah, it's it's uh, my goal was to, to help you know, if, obviously, if somebody, I, I use LeBron James, his kid does not need my scholarship. He's going to be okay. So I wanted to help somebody who didn't have that situation. So I also have another question for you about the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading up on the website, and it said something about um, your college has to be affordable mm-hmm. to you. What do you, like, mean by that? So it means when you look at, if you apply to 10 colleges, mm-hmm. and, and, and it doesn't matter, the list price of the college doesn't matter to me at all. So I'm not saying look at 10 colleges and then pick out the cheapest one. Mm-hmm. I'm saying pick out the one, all other things being equal, that's most affordable for you. And I think one of the mistakes a lot of young people make and their parents is they get caught up in, uh, the, like the U.S. News and World Report says these are the 100 best schools in the country. It doesn't mean squat. Nothing. Because the only thing that matters is what school is good for you. I, if I, a lot of people consider there's a restaurant called the French Laundry in California. A lot of people they say that's the best restaurant in the country. There is not one thing on her menu that I like. Nothing. <laughs> so to me, it doesn't matter to ask the best. The best restaurant in the country to me is the one that serves what I like. Right. Right. Now, if I said to you, with four people sitting in the room here with me, if I said, what's the best pizza in town, we'd probably get four different answers. So my answer is saying this is the best pizza. You're not, not going to go, well, I got to switch. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm trying to get young people and their parents to understand that. The, so you, first you got to ask, why am I going to college? If you say I'm going to college because I want to go to a place with a pretty campus, that will shape your decision. If you say, I want to go to party, that will shape your decision. If you say, I'm looking for the best weather, that will shape your decision. If you're saying, I'm trying to go to college because I want to put myself in a position to be economically sound and happy, then that should be what shapes your decision. So now one of my scholarship students, she goes to Oberlin, which is $75,000 a year. But Oberlin gave her $63,000 in scholarship. She got the Pell Grant of 6500 She got my scholarship. So she's going to graduate debt-free. 
worked out for her. That's fine. For some other student, Akron might be the best solution. Cleveland State might be the Kent State. But I'm saying you got to look at that and say, I'm here. I'm going to college for four years. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely didn't choose OU just because of the pretty campus. That did push me to it. But I also did put thought into my career in the future. And that's, see, that's another, again, that's something we do that's unfair. And it's not your fault. We, we'd say to you, tell us what you want to major in. And then you say, based on that, I'm going to go to this school, this, that, or the other. And then down the road, you're not doing that. And it's not your fault. So, again, I'm not blaming you. Yeah, that's part of what aided me in my college decision because I was like, yes, right now I want to pursue acting, but I don't want to be stuck if I change my mind while I'm there. Right. So that's why I landed on Kent because there's other options for me if what I thought I wanted won't work out. Right. Kent State, Akron, they're not going to be most times in the top 100 schools. Okay. So does that mean that if you don't go to one of the top 100 schools that you're going to be a failure? Because Cleveland State, their engineering department, they graduate people. They are some of the most sought-after engineers anywhere. Cleveland State's law school, some of the most successful attorneys in this city went to their law school. Bowling Green, I, have, I know some lawyers who went to Bowling Green. And ultimately what happens is if you're good. So let me ask you this. When, when you, you all go to the doctor, when you decided what doctor to go to, did you say, hey, before I make an appointment, I need to know what, what college you went to? Nope. <laughs> when you call the police because you need a or a fireman, do you say, "Hey, before you come and put out the fire, I need to know, I need to know what your GPA was," or you just right, <laughs> you right, just want right, people right. to do the job? And no matter no matter what school you went, if you say you went to Harvard as I mean, you became a doctor and all your patients die, pretty soon people are going to stop. Right. They don't they don't care where you went. Right. <laughs> Everybody's dying. I want I don't want anything to do with this person. So you're cut. You you'll see very rarely does anyone care. What college you went to? They want to know, can you do the job? And the other thing you got to remember is everybody didn't get to go to Harvard. or. And I'm not saying don't go. Please don't think I'm saying that. I'm saying that's, that don't worry about it if you don't get to go there. And more important than your degree is going to be your people skills. If you have good people skills, things will wind up happening for you. What do you love most about the city? Like coming from it, being here, living here all your life, working here? Like I, think it's, I think there are great people here. I think it's an affordable city. And I think it has a lot to offer. Now, people who live here, and I think this is common in, in a lot of areas. Other, take, take away Chicago and New York and, and place in California where they love to brag, which is fine. But when you put Cleveland against those places, other than the weather, which I'm not crazy about, <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland has a lot to offer. So I can, I can buy a house with a garage and a, and a yard, much more affordable than I can in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, L.A., something like that. That's worth something to me. I can, and I hate the traffic here, but but give me 20 minutes in Cleveland versus 20 minutes in Chicago or D.C. in the traffic, no comparison. And then we have things that we take for granted here that if we, if I would say if if we put people on a plane, flew around for 30 minutes and landed, and then just took them on a tour of Cleveland, they would go, my gosh, this this is awesome. University Circle does not, they don't have that in every city. The Metro Parks, they don't have that in every city. Go to uh, East uh, 4th Street, where you can walk down this little short street and either get barbecue, Vietnamese food, Mexican food, Italian food. If we went to other cities and saw that, we'd go, man, I was in New York, and they had this little street, and there was all this food there and everything. So we have that, and we just kind of like, oh, well. 
It's a, it's really a good place. Have you ever lived anywhere outside of Cleveland? No, outside. I mean, I live in suburbs, but it's always right. Been in, yeah, in the Cleveland area. Yeah. Have you ever wanted, or have you ever thought about moving out of Ohio? Or Definitely have thought about it. It's tough at my if, and I I'm not crazy about Ohio right now, but right. Um, because it's more, it's just I've learned stuff about my state that I'm not really happy about. Yeah. But then the reality is, I could go to another state thinking it was great and be just as unhappy. I, I think there's a there's things going on in this country that I realize I'm just not happy with the country. Right. But then, talking about going to another country, what, you know, right. Canada seems wonderful, but I, I might get there and go, man, that's not what I thought it was. So, right. plus it's hard. When you, as you, when you get, like for you, people your age, you can say, I'm going to go to another city. For me, I got to find a new tennis partner, new barber, new <laughs> dentist, new doctor. Right. It just isn't worth it. But Do you play tennis? Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, how often do you play? Uh, well, I played for around, I played eight years, but I haven't played recently. Why not? Well, school, college, or not college yet, but, you know, work. So you're going gonna to come play with me? Yeah. Okay. We'll work that out. Okay. okay. <laughs> I played um, uh, varsity sophomore through senior year, okay. and then I was JV freshman year. But Okay. Yeah. We'll get out there together. All right. Well, where can people find you? Um, now, what do you mean? <laughs> well, okay. Like, what social medias? Oh, I'm on Twitter. Website. That's the only social media I'm on. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of social media, but I do, I've met a lot of great people on Twitter. So I'm on Twitter. Malone Speaking is my Twitter handle or whatever. And then people can always look at my website, which is jimmymalone.com. And they can listen to me on the radio on 1350 AM and or the podcast anytime. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for coming today. It was my great pleasure. talking to you. My pleasure. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Cleanagers. The Cleanagers is brought to you by Black Girl Media and Youth Opportunities Unlimited. This episode features Cora, your engineer, James, Camille, and our special guest, Jimmy Malone. Find us at cleanagers.com and follow our socials at cleanagers.